Who's your daddy? Boom! We're off with another episode of Boo's Your Daddy, the podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Alan Snyder, here with my boy, Zach. It's log, it's log, it's better than bad, it's good. Elias, what's up, buddy? I want, I want some log right now. We had leftovers from for days. The cranberry sauce, sauce or jam, whatever it was, very fancy, too much. I want, I want ocean spray. For me, it's ocean spray or death. Booze your daddy the podcast Tuesdays we do it live Saturdays we do it later rate review subscribe whatever platform you're watching this on make sure you're downloading give us a like leave a comment we love all the feedback today's episode we're going with episode 105 105 red white and boots so we're just making fun of my mom episode that's what it's gonna be we'll Half get there making fun of grammy love it before we do that zach tell me what you're drinking since it's been holidays having a chance to go shopping i've got the last one of these allagash whites i'll get something new for us next week or what the, i can't even get the label i'm a mess today i left the house without my computer like i got locked out of the building it was a, it was a bus fire today just just awful nothing's working <laughs> you dropped that in the preamble here a yeah, bus I fire use it a lot since when it, did you start saying bus oh, fire I use it all the time a buddy of mine's friend invented it and when I, we, we said what are you doing he goes you know people train wreck and like plane crash and things people use no one survives a bus fire he says that the flames come out the windows the kids are screaming it's bedlam it's just a disaster so bus <laughs> fire and it gets a shock every time it's like bus fire how do you think about it yeah it's a bad situation what am i drinking going to against the grain brewery in louisville kentucky it is called wipe when you really gotta get in there drinking a diaper it is called citra ass down it's got this yeah, farmer that looks grain. like he just it's got a little ball and chain. He's definitely stooping that goose. <laughs> yeah, I was. I thought it was a turkey. I was trying to be Whatever topical he's here. Whatever going on. All right, Zach. He released the kraken. Lachaim. Lachaim. It's either frozen or it has one of those little oh. nitrous things on the inside. Have you ever drank a beer that has a little ball? No, my beers have big balls. Episode one hundred and five. Red, white, and boots. Mm-hmm. Zach, where do you think we're talking about today on the Hanukkah episode? Hanukkah episode. We're going to spin the dreidel and hopefully it all comes up gimel. Four people got that joke, but tell me about your Hanukkah the other day. We went to my mom's house, and my mom has this thing that really bothers me, and she doesn't take her shoes off at home. The minute I get home, my shoes come off. Socks, too, usually. You're lucky I'm wearing pants, but no, the shoes come off immediately. She leaves them on and clomps around the house. It's like a Clydesdale. It bothers me in general. No, that's off my chest. In general, she was wearing- In general? You didn't do it quite right, but sure. She she was wearing, speaking of How I Met Your Mother, from the Ted Mosby <laughs> collection, she was wearing red cowboy boots with a white star on them, but red cowboy boots, pulling them off. And I sent a picture to you and some other uh, How I Met Your Mother fans, and, and the jokes did the flow. Was um, that a How I Met Your Mother reference, or was it Oh My God, My Mother reference? Why can't it be two things? I thought you sent me that picture to be like, Jesus Christ, look what my mother's wearing. Yeah, and it's from the Ted Mosby collection, both. My mom wears weird stuff, and this happened to be re- you know pop culture reference so... You know. Full disclosure, until your boy Eric said it, I didn't get it. No, everyone else got it but you. Everyone else said to be pulling them off or Mosby or Blue French Horn. I got a lot of that. I Googled Blue French Horn, just so you know. 
Sorry. I got that from someone else too. Okay, so I'm not original. They didn't have to Google it. The best was before this, you know, we always do a little thing with your daughter. She comes on. Last week, she comes on the camera and goes, sorry I was late, which I don't know if you heard her say that. I was like, "Uh, yeah, sure. Get out of the camera. But today, I asked her how her Hanukkah's going, and she goes, oh, I got this. I got that. What did you get? I said, I'm an adult. I don't get anything. Yeah, and she looked at you like, sucks to be you, nerd. That's that's basically what she said. And yeah. then, then you dropped a K in the D, and I was like, and she knew what that meant. I don't think she awkward. did, but she just uh, she disagreed. Yeah, she'll give you a K in the D. Swift kick to the uh, the Hanukkah candles. So this past holiday weekend, which I'm calling my birthday weekend, I Happy have birthday. a birthday. There it is. I have a hot take. People don't actually give a shit because most people just say Not your hot bur- takes or your birthday. Probably both, yeah, but it's more likely. of a happy birthday and some and the Facebook thing is the laziest thing ever. Which <laughs> I gave I, you one of those just to torture you. <laughs> and it was a boring one too. It was a picture. It was like this lowercase happy birthday. It's like you know what a, care less. Like I mentioned once. The yeah. real way of knowing people care about you on your birthday, and I'm calling out anybody, is to ask the next day or the next weekend was how was your birthday? Did what did you do? And I purposely have held back telling anything about something. So is it the amount of time until they look at your phone during the store, their phone during your story to see how much they actually care? Oh, so what did you do on your birthday? Oh, so we went out to the place and just. uh, Did you have a good time? How'd you celebrate? Simple as that. I don't. I usually don't ask those to anybody over eleven. Well, give a shit what you did. Enjoy your dinner or like strip club. If you did something outrageously fun and I wasn't there, a you suck for me not being there, and b you would tell me anyway. Sit down. Julia surprised me on my birthday weekend. She didn't tell me what I actually like to be surprised. She took me to Mastro's Steakhouse in DC, which was banging. The yeah, price Mastro's is good. I haven't been in the city. There's a bunch of they're all over. Yeah, it yeah. is it was good. It was very good borderline. I'm not going to DC when I can go to 50th Street. It was very, very, very good. I think it's somebody, I think it might be Eric's favorite place. But anyways, it must it, suck. Fantastic. And afterwards, we went to a comedy show, which is a quick easy for me. Like I'm always gonna I didn't even know who was playing. We got in line, we're standing there. I don't know what's going on. Surprise, Josh and Miss Heather show up. Julia had them come to the comedy show with us, which was fantastic. You mean the guy who asks for a beer in a cup and no. his dominatrix wife? Two completely different friends. Okay, even better. <laughs> Anyways, we are in line, and I, these are the people that was with us in Nashville, where we went to Zany's, where Desi Banks performed, and we were three and a half white people in the crowd. And let's just say this line wasn't looking that much different. So now I'm like, hmm. DC. It PG was. County. I'm not going to bury the lead. We get downstairs. It was a opener, nothing special. Feature, he was better. The headliner was Donnell Rawlings, better known as Ashy Larry. He was good. You know who he is, right? Ashy Larry, no. Do you not watch Chappelle's show from back in the day? I did. I, I'm rich, bitch! Oh, okay, yeah, He was. he's good. He was the headliner there. He got up and did a half hour, maybe, maybe 40 minutes, and he starts doing this kind of big wrap-up, and he's talking about his son and the worst segue ever, and he, he goes, segue. without further ado, Dave Chappelle. Oh! And I was like, Zach, I was in a club of 105 people. I was 20 feet from Dave Chappelle on Saturday night. It was awesome. Yeah, he probably went nuts. He got up there, he's like, so uh, I'm in a little bit of trouble these days. And <laughs> I, I mean, he, he just did, because you, you heard what happened with him this past week, where 
He now is trying to donate money to his high school, the Duke Ellington High School of Performing Arts, and they're going to name a theater after him. And he went to go do it, and they they basically had a firing squad for him. And he basically said, I'm just going to give him the money. And he kept making fun of the kids, and he was hammered, just getting shit off his chest. But it was fantastic. For, so for, for people, oh, it was great. I mean, but did Julian know that he was going to be there? Surprise no, everybody. Surprise everybody. Drop it. Which awesome. they, they made us lock up our phones in this he's little a, bag. He's big on that. His right. parties, they make you do that too. I think that's a fantastic idea. Be present. I like that. We didn't know that it was for him. I did know he did it. And the best was Chappelle gets on stage and he goes, y'all didn't know I was going to be up here? What, you think? He lo- he makes you lock up his phone. And he starts ragging on Donnell. He's like, he's locking up his phones for him? It was very good. Absolutely amazing. Great birthday. Good. So for people who didn't ask how my birthday was, there you go. Dave Chappelle. So for everybody, because nobody asked. I know I got a couple of people who actually care about me, not like you. No. Zach asked grown-ups how their birthday was. I assume you didn't do anything fantastic, or if you did something like that, you might as well just volunteer the information. I've got to come to you for Chappelle. I have a platform. People listen. Yeah, fair enough. Zach, Thanksgiving dinner. So at your sitting around your table, did you talk about Fauci's vaccine making Rittenhouse give CRT to the unmasked people, or what happened? No, none of that came up. We all behaved ourselves and stayed somewhat sober. My cider was more stronger than usual it actually got me and jenna and another friend of ours there uh the guy at the liquor store talked me out of my regular like jack daniels into something called it wasn't apple jacks but it was some dirty apple-y thing they don't come in real bottles they come in those like little like alcoholics bottles like the little blast flask i bought three of those things i threw them in there and the whole thing went just blurry after that it's pretty good actually not great no this well i don't know straight up but with all of those i put in there it was gold it got everyone there Gold, Jerry. It's gold. Yeah. Honey, I put brown sugar, cinnamon. I cut up an apple real nice so it's like a sangria. Uh, I want this next week. Maybe. I do. Jenna wants me to make it too for you. But only you. You better drink the whole damn thing. You better be for schnicket. Julie is going to carry you out of there. Challenge accepted, Zach. Fine. I'll make it for you. <laughs> Zach, our Thanksgiving, the meal went great. Conversation went great. No log. We're, you know what the problem is? We're better than that, but we're not, but we're supposed to be. And our wives at least think they are. Like a bougie Jew in there. I think she's too good for the log. I'm staying at my sister's house, and the next day at breakfast, the cabinet opens up. They have logs in there. They had three things of ocean spray cranberry, and she I said to my like sister- a private stash for like the weekends? I said, why do you have this? Why do we not have it? She goes, no, that's what I- for it. That's what I- no. Put it just put it right into the IV. Look into my veins, yeah. I said, Allison, why didn't you make this? Too she, viscous. Goes, she said, Oh, that's what I put on my brisket. What? what? Ew, that's that's Gamora. What is she apparently, doing? Apparently that's how the secret recipe to the Snyder brisket. Allison, send me some log brisket. Wait, she didn't know you wanted it, which means she didn't tune in last week. She she you'd be lucky she's on right now. She is on right now. So I didn't know you wanted it. I did everything for this family. What was that? She makes that noise. Everyone's sister makes that. Every sister in the world makes that noise. Have you ever talked to her? No, she doesn't like me. My talk. sister's voice call. is like, wah, 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 wah. I mean, she that's how she take my calls. She can say that in the night, the nicest thing in the world. Like, I think you're a nice part. I mean, her voice is brutal. Ooh, until she got her tonsils. When, she, when she, her, she was totally normal until she got her tonsils out and then her voice just went to shit. It was, it's bad. Zach, we did Thanksgiving the Thursday, went over amazing. And then Saturday, we had a slightly bigger thing, or at least different people, where my sister had a little housewarming party. And that's when shots were fired. Oh, my God. We're sitting there, and everything is as 
punk hunky dory. It is Did beautiful. Did make an off color on color comment? She can't hear anything, anyways. But it didn't. It wasn't long, and I don't think my cousin nor her husband tuned into this. And obviously not Samanda or Shelby. I was barely paying attention, and all of a sudden it was like, "So your booster, this, that," and I was just I like, "I got mine yesterday." Mazel. And it's going off and off and off. And I'm just like kind of sitting there deflecting and like, wait, what are we talking about right now? And my cousin's husband went on a rant where it, it happened so fast. It was a Joe Rogan, Fauci, outer space. He went off the deep end and I just stopped and I went, wait, what? He goes, all these people going up to wherever they're going. I said, like, you don't think that's kind of cool that they're going to space? He goes, they're not going to space. Oh, I said, boy. I said, wait, what? Like, they're going up. Okay, okay, okay. Technically, what are they not leaving the Earth's atmosphere? He goes, they might as well be in a plane. I went, look, man, they're they're going to space. For all he goes, oh, I kill to go to space. But technically, they're not in space. But Zach, they are. And they're of in all, space. They see. Uh, they they're, see they're, yes, they see stars. They see the they Earth. Stars. But defined by the how high you go, this was the hill how that this guy was. He. I thought he was drunk. Apparently, he was stone cold sober. But he was one of those people who was just looking for a fight about anything at this that. point. Inflammatory. And I just, I said, don't like, dude, look, come on. I'm not going to argue because it was 70,000 feet, not 100,000 feet. And he goes, okay, I'm going to hike the Appalachian Trail in Maine. I was like, okay. Go. Call me when you're there. But it's not in Maine. That's the point. It's like, it was the dumbest thing ever. I think you want to look for a fight just for the fun of it. A certain family member of mine starts many, many a conversation with, so what do we think of? And then says something inflammatory. And and you know, they're just looking for a fucking rumble. And then gets pissy when everyone doesn't take their side. It was such a weird conversation, which... (laughs) She doesn't listen. It got so weird. And next thing you know, I, you know what? I said, let me come to his side. And I said, listen, I love my mask. I have been wearing my mask every time I go to a public bathroom, every time I'm in the subway. Like, I, and he turns to me, and he, this, mind you, this is somebody who works outdoors for a living. He goes, I have never been in a porta potty in the last 20 years. And I said, where do you pee? He goes, go, man. He goes in the trees. I was like, this isn't Eric's backyard. What is he doing? No, you got to class it up. <laughs> it's not that place. So he just whoops out a schwanz wherever he is in the world and just goes. The world is his toilet. Good he also then was like, why are you in porta potties ever? And I had to explain that we play softball outside. Yeah. And I, it's the same thing. I didn't need to go. Like, it was just live, like a survivalist. Does he like get on you for living in New York City or New Jersey or wherever you're from? It was one of those conversations where it, everything was happening. I'm just sitting there going like he was just looking to argue. And I wasn't sure which side he was on. I was trying to bring everything back down to normal. And next thing you know, I was like, okay, let's just. Go back in the other room, and that was the end of that. But you mentioned something about people asking a question for a response. For some- Guess what I got this weekend from my mother, and she didn't do the line. Guess who died? She called with a, guess who died? I went, you're supposed to do more like, guess who died? Very exciting. Apparently, it was, with that one. it was somebody that she actually cared about. So oh. I said, I said, oh, so you don't do this? If It only has to be like a ridiculous person. So it's like, guess who died? Steven Sondheim at 112. 91, exactly. Yeah. Where she goes, oh, guess who died? And, you know, I got a call from my dad and I didn't pick it up. I feel like these days it's easier to listen to the three-minute voicemail than to have the one-minute phone conversation. <laughs> oh yeah are rough i gotta i gotta stockpile but so you mentioned a bus fire before talk about a uh foresight yeah. a I, I don't know the math on this a first cousin of my dad so what's that like first cousin once removed second cousin I, I like that yeah i don't do those maths those, my sister has a chart she's my go-to jumped in front of a train a bus fire is that to do with it and b why did you leave a note 
a female. Apparently, she had issues. It's all being kept very hush-hush. It, was there a note? Because there's no note. It's just ridiculous. Like, how do you not... This is like two days ago, the funeral today. I'll give you more information when I get it. But, Zach, the first thing I asked was, NJ Transit or Amtrak? <laughs> that didn't go over well. That is too soon. <laughs> I was like, soon. And then I'm telling this story to some of my friends. And one of my buddies goes, did she survive? Like a real dark place. I was telling somebody this. He goes, did she survive? I went, are you fucking serious? He goes, who survives that? Some people do, I guess. Horrible. That was one of those things that happened. I was like, oh, my God. Now, I find that a tad selfish because you've now fucked up thousands of people's commute or whatever. Dude, there's just people trying to get to work or trying to get to wherever. And I'm bad. Hours. Okay. All right. No, you could jump off a building and it's the same effect, yet people still get to where they're going. A bridge does the same thing. You had to screw up, like, this could be people's holiday plans, going home to see their whoever. I've seen planes change automobiles. Gail Griffin. No, no, I, I, I'm not, it's not ideal, but don't take on, don't, don't, don't be un. How do I say this? I think she had other things going on in her life that made her do that, that she didn't so give a shit about. So does the guy about. in row nine seat A. Like, <laughs> he's got his own stuff happening. Row nine, that's first class. So, rich people need to go to someplace too. Zach, I want to start a new segment on the show just for you. We are going to call this, What Would You Do? Okay, I'm into that. Speaking of, the Mishpucha is not loving uh, what's happening here. (laughs) Mia culpa. Sorry. Episode 105. I think you know online when I put these out, I do the Roman numeral. And the Roman numeral for 105 is CV, which is in the real world known as your curriculum vitae. Yes. Right. So as far as interview questions, I thought this was kind of where I got this from. Zach, what would you do? On our way into D.C., we're on the platform at the last stop. The D.C. Metro makes a complete Oh, so this view. isn't like resume questions or interview questions like, what's your favorite animal or superpower and why? If you could be any flavor lollipop, what would it be and why? Ooh. Give me, do your thing and I'll have an answer when we're done. On the D.C. Metro, it makes a U. We're at the last stop on it, waiting to go into the city Saturday night. A guy, young white guy, kind of normal looking, nothing special. Grape Com- blow pop, and I'll tell you why. Because no one ever goes for the grape, and it's fantastic – by far yep. the best. And you no got six of them. Yeah, like there'll be three me. of them laying there. Nobody wants it. Yeah, like me. They're fantastic, but they're a little off. You're the great blow pop of this podcast. I'm the great blow pop of a lot of things. Think of me as that. Go on <laughs> with your DC. Kid comes up to Julia and I, and he says, um, which way is the train going? And we're thinking like, dude, it, it's only going one way. And he is all fatutzed. And he basically said, I said, where did you want to go? And he names a stop. I forget which one, but let's just say it was... Seven stops the other way. And I said, uh, you need to get back on the train and go back that way. He missed his stop by 40 minutes. That's and big. It was, it was strange. And he's like, oh, I, I fell asleep. I said, yeah, you know, I know that can happen. What I do sometimes, I was, I swear I said this very normal. I said, I'll just set an alarm. Because if I'm on a train and I'm tired, I'll just set an alarm that, like a couple minutes before my stop. He turns, he goes, well, with all the medication I'm on, I don't even know if that would work. And I was like, oh, okay, whatever. And we're just standing there and we're kind of minding our own business. And he takes his mask down and he had like a little scar on his face kind of down the front of which it wasn't that bad, but noticeable. Anyways, we get on the like train. Omar from the wire? A, yes, but like a little less, okay. a little less. We get on the train and he is just trying to make friends still with us. He's sitting on the other side and you know, know my rule, right? Headphones in, he's talking to Julia and he's talking to her. And I'm thinking like, I'm just playing on my phone and th- he stands up, he walks to the back, he's coming up. Totally normal. At no point was I worried about anything. Julia then on her phone types out, did you just see what happened? I said, 
I I don't know what happened. She now she's typing this. He asked me what the CCW rules are in Maryland, DC. And I said, I don't know what I said. I looked at her kind of like what are you talking about? She goes, he had a gun in his waistband of his pants, took it out and put it in his bag. Zach that's concealed carry weapon, CCW? What would you do? the fuck out of there i am not a gun guy by any means anyone who has a real gun near me i am changing cars not that many people on any of these cars there's no security around you get up i think that's worse you get up and walk away because then he's like oh are these where are these monkeys going you know monkeys yeah me and julia you two are monkeys um i don't know i maybe how, how long until you found out he's packing heat until your stop What's the distance? Half hour. Mm-hmm. But I more might... people are getting on as the train keeps rolling. Uh, it's just target practice. I might get out at the next stop and book it to like a three cars down and get the fuck back in. So what we decided to do was make nice and just be very friendly with this person to the point when we got off, I even looked at him and said, hey, your stop is in two. Make sure you go off. And he gave me like a, yeah, yeah, yeah go fuck yourself. Yeah, exactly. That's what we did. What do you like tip this cap with this gun like the Cowboys do? We were on the red line, and I, I don't know. And we actually asked, like, Josh, when we went out that night, like, what would you do? And he goes, just be really nice to the guy. And it was just a very normal – you know how normally in these situations he either shoots everybody or he legit carries a gun and didn't know? It was the second one. Well, what's he even have one for? I don't know. With all that medication he was on, I didn't exactly. ask any questions. Dude, you don't want someone who's all hopped up on, on, on uppers, downers, red ones, green ones, whatever you're doing there. Ones who make you larger and ones that make you small. Yeah. It happened. Zach. This is a crazy country. Too many guns. Pichadu of the week. I got that guy. All right. He can go in there. Here are your other candidates. Number one, or I guess number two, Will Smith. He's putting out a tell-all book about Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. The headline being, apparently he had so much sex or whatever back in the day and his girlfriend cheated on him that for the good part of his life, he used to vomit after orgasm. That's not so bad. That's that's like one of those big, like, oh, I have so like much on money. The girl? I, you think I read the book, let alone the rest of this article? No. It's just one of those, he, I have so much money, I don't know what to do with it. it I thought it was so a like, little... You just vomit? I put that in the maybe column. That's pretty nasty, but... I got better ones. I saw this on TikTok, and I thought it was genius, and this guy got shredded in the comments. Zach, eating pizza, are you a folder or a non-folder? Folder. Guy on TikTok, he goes, do I really want to eat something that tastes like cardboard on the outside? Because everybody folds pizza with the cheese on the inside. He goes, turn it around, fold it so the cheese is on the outside. And I went, genius. This sounds incredible. No, that's a big bowl of wrong because it's drippy and it's nasty. The cardboard holds it all together. It's like a sandwich. If you say big bowl of anything, I'm going to fire you. All right. <laughs> no, I thought this was genius because, look, it's very drippy, which I'm a patter with a napkin sometimes anyway. But if you fold it the other way and it is drippy, at least every bite is going to be cheese on the outside. I thought that was great. People tore this guy to shreds. You on. did it. Did I it work? Done, I haven't done it yet. It was on the talk. The talk? You're the peach dude of the week for saying the talk. <laughs> I'll say that again. All right. I'll try it and report back. I'm All right. So curious. Field reporter. I'm not sure it folds properly, though, because of the way you thumb the crust. It does the same shit. I don't think it does. I don't think it's going to do what you think it's going to do. Candidate number three. This one made me laugh out loud. 
after the game. Now, Julia didn't know this happens, that players will exchange jerseys sometimes after it's games. Soccer, I think. It happens in football, too. Yeah, it's, a, it's a becoming a thing, but it's You're a supposed thing. to get it from the guy you're playing against, like if it's a linebacker and a running back. Yeah, or like, your mate. Like your, yes. You know, if you're watching the Premier League, Sundays at 10, uh, you have to say it like a douchebag or else it's not the same. It doesn't work. Um, the whole point doing, is saying doing a podcast with a douchebag right now. Ooh. Yeah. These things happen. So if you're watching the Premier League, yeah, like if you're a midfielder, you'll take another midfielder, like you'll, you'll, you know, compadre. I know. Patriot. After the Rams Packers game on Sunday, OBJ went up to Devontae Adams, who's the counterpart, not really, but the wide receiver, and asked to trade jerseys, which apparently they're friendly, maybe not friends. They had talked about it days up to it. And after the game, Devontae Adams said, Why don't you go get it from your boy, Cooper Cup? Because OBJ was supposed to go to the Packers, but instead chose the Rams. I'm not sure who the piece should do in that situation was, but it made me laugh out loud. It made me laugh, and, you know, Cooper Cup doesn't come out great in this thing, but hey, go get it for Cooper Cup. I can't be hassled. Um, it, was, it was more, you didn't want to be my boy then. You're not um, my boy now. I liked it. I liked it yeah, a lot. I don't think it's a piece should do thing at all. I mean, it's a daddy in that, move. In that, was, that game, the piece should do is Aaron Rodgers, OB, just because he always is. I thought go OBJ on. was the piece should do in that He's situation. always an asshole. He's always, he can always win it any week. I, for me, honestly, it's still gun on the train. What is this? The 1517 from Paris or whatever that movie is? Who the fuck brings a gun on a commuter train? He didn't know. That's even scarier. Next candidate. Watching Red Zone this past weekend, this would have gone completely unnoticed. The game, I couldn't even tell you which one it was, had Greg Gumbel and Adam Archuleta. Do you remember Archuleta from back in the day? I do. He's still a thing. He's a commentator. He does the color for one of the games. Again, I don't even remember. It was a lull in the action and maybe the color with Greg Gumbel terrible anita that's it that uh, this episode that's what's gonna do it there's a lull in the action in the four o'clock games and maybe there's only a couple more games and they're sitting there and out of nowhere archuleta goes you know i was really happy i found football back in the day but i always thought i could have been like a dj or something because i think the 60 minute lead-in was about a dj and greg gumbel just goes okay he goes yeah like they'd call me dj arch or something and gumbel goes oh yeah good luck with that it was, I was thinking to myself, Archuleta is maybe the biggest douchebag ever. It was just, it was such a perfect, that is you know a piece what? of do right there. That was, I want to give it to Gun on the Train, but I think Archuleta just sold me a DJ. It was, it was just that. like, it was, I don't know if I can find it. It was just one of those like, find it. did I, did I just hear that? It was just such a I weird. I love that Gumble just shut, shut it down quick. <laughs> well, it wasn't shut down as much as like, what do I do with this? Like, uh, okay. And I just, if I was Gumble, I would just let him talk. Let him just ruin himself. Last candidate, Zach, which is making oh, me more. happier than happy, is the downfall of the Pittsburgh Steelers right now mm. is glorious. And it can't get any worse. But just when you think it does, Chase Claypool, the wide receiver who has hands of jelly, says maybe we should be listening to music at practice to relax us a little bit more. Yeah. This may have just been me wanting to talk shit about the Steelers, that one. Yeah. Least favorite Steeler of all time. Oh, we should do least favorite athletes of all time. Countdown. Another episode. I like that. I still think it's Archuleta. That's just stupid. It was so weird. It's just, it was, it it's so dumb. It's weird. stupid. He's not a DJ. He'd be terrible. Get him DJ your wedding. Oh, How much okay. did he cost? An arm and a leg. Mm, maybe not. You tell him it's, his, it's his, uh, a way to get into the DJ game. I bet he'd do it. Trivia this week. I had the chance on Wednesday opening night. Julie and I went and saw House of Gucci, the new Lady Gaga movie. I don't mm. know if you've heard of it. People are tearing it to shreds. It's it two, pretty good. Two hours and 40 minutes, which was a little long. That's Not long. I watched Avatar the other night. My daughter, she loved it. That was long. Two more coming out, so buckle up I for know. that. But for this movie, 
I knew there was a murder, but I didn't know a lot about it, so I was all in. The actors were great. It was, you know, Pacino was in it, and Lady Gaga, you had Adam Driver. If I was going to grip about anything, Jared Leto, who is a fantastic actor, total psychopath, his accent in this movie was like straight Mario, where he was just talking, where he goes, Hey, Maurizio, why won't you make it a closer for me? (laughs) High pitch and everything. (laughs) It was so great. We went out afterwards and we were talking about luxury brand types up. So now you have to buy her. Is she now living in House of Gucci there? Condo of Gucci, wherever you guys live in? Father, son, House of Gucci. Absolutely not. Zach, today I'm going to be testing your knowledge on luxury brand trivia. Says the guy wearing the Under Armour like. Under Armour? It's ta- oh, you. I was like, yeah, I'm wearing tap out. That's ridiculous. That That's you're the piece of doing the week for owning anything by tap out. I have no idea if this is going to be too easy or too hard. That's what she said, but let's get it going. I am not a luxury brand guy at all. Question number one. Wearing Gap sweatpants and Under Armour shirt. Founded in 1961, this French fashion designer began YSL. Yves Saint Laurent. Hey, I think it's Eve, but okay, I'll give you the Eve. point. Good for you. Good one. Good job. Guess who died? <laughs> Question the second, founded in 1905 by Hans Wildorf and Alfred Davis. They wanted the brand. Al Davis? <laughs> Alfred Davis. Just win, baby. Not that party. All right. They wanted the brand name to be easily pronounceable in any language, and they also thought that the name sounded onomatopoeic because it sounded like a watch being wound. Rolex. Two for two. <laughs> Living it up. Onomatopoeia. That's something you have to say a lot. It's all Yiddish is onomatopoeia. It is what it sounds like. Exactly. Question number three. The label's LV monogram appears on most of its products, ranging from luxury trunks and leather goods to ready-wear shoes, watches, jewelry, accessories, sunglasses, and books. Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton is correct for the win. I had a feeling. I was worried this was going to be a full-blown Thanksgiving turkey day. full Allison? Pretty much. Yeah. They get harder. Question number number four. Coco, most famous for her perfume, founded in 1909. This brand that caters to women's taste for elegance in dresses, blouses, suits, trousers, dresses, and jewelry. Chanel. Channel. You got it, baby. Keep it going. And for the perfect five and five. Good for you. The Auntie Allison. A French guy named Christian founded this luxury brand in December of 1946. Dior. You got it. Five for five. December of 46. Was anything else going on right around then? Uh, yeah, probably. But that guy was in Korea just hanging out. <laughs> like that joke. That's a great joke. That's that's a home run. All right. I know these brands, but you know who doesn't get them? My wife. My you know wife. She, but she's hooked on, by the way. And this person has capitalized on the, you know, 30-somethings, 40s to the market. Tori Birch, we're putting her kids through college. We have so much Tori Birch crap in her white closet. And every time, oh, I got it on sale. Bullshit. Even on sale, I can't afford it. Fuck that noise. Costs more than my car, those little ballet slippers that are everything for her. $90. I call BS on that. How much is 90? 90. No, nothing there for her is 90. It's all 190, 290. Tori Birch of Birch Beer fame? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Is she from Maryland? (laughs) (laughs) Zach, the only interesting thing I wanted to tell you about all of that was when I was looking up luxury brands, they put their market cap up there. You know what I didn't know of all five things we just went through? 
Dior is worth more than all of them put together. Really? It was like Dior's market cap was like $60 billion. I would have thought Louis Vuitton would have been worth the most. Most of them I would have thought Louis Vuitton because I see all the, the bags and, you know. They were barely double digit in billions. Like most of them were like eight, nine billion, 15, 12. Dior was 60. It was, I don't see anyone knocking off Dior stuff on Canal Street or on that blanket that they uh They talk out. about that in the movie in House of Gucci. Really? Canal yeah. Street? Not specifically, but they kind of get into that. I almost lost Jenna on Canal Street. Like, it was a scene at a broad city, pretty much. But, like, she was, she and her friend were going to buy fake bags, I think, for themselves, for someone else, whatever it was. And, like, I was just with them. And I turn around, and they're gone. And, like, I don't know where they are. Apparently, they went into a side room upstairs that's now covered with bags, like a secret door. They just, they could have just been killed or kidnapped. Yeah. Where they take the pictures of them and everything. I don't think they did that, but, like, there's an opium den up there, pretty much. It's. That's where I went. Um, Sounds like a good Sunday. Yeah, and like, and like 20 minutes later, they just emerged. It was nuts. I had no clue where they were. Before we sign off, I want to give your wife a shout out because- What'd she do? She has been going to Orange Theory. At least yeah. I saw the first post today. Yeah, Coach Al. That sounds I, like some creepy guy. Hey, I'm Coach Al. How's it going? That's like I Coach Steve. <laughs> Mr. Coach Steve, make it thick in the warm. <laughs> yeah, that's his teaching Jenna and Orange Theory. That holiday episode was trash, by the way. I finished well, the season just about. It's, it, all it's not great. But well, the season was great. Are you kidding me? It's great. For the people in my life that post shit on Facebook, either trying to sell something or promote this, the Anyone fact that you're- that selling stuff I hate. No. The fact that your wife is literally just posting results and maybe they're great, maybe they're not. I just want to give her a big kudos for that because I saw that today and I think it's amazing that she's doing that. That's what people should be focusing on is their health and positive stuff, not the other bullshit in the world and because she doesn't want to be fat positive that's a curb reference <laughs> zach this saturday indie pods unite we're doing yeah. a live convention podcast thing where we're gonna be a part of people can tune in Is if they expo? want i haven't been to a good expo in a while yeah expose i think that's what we're doing i'll give them an expose <laughs> It'll be fun. I'm not sure how we're going to do it or if we'll even release this, but I, have people- a th- I think it's, I, I'm thinking this is like battle with the bands. We're going to win, right? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode. Booze your daddy, the podcast, download, rate, review. We love all the Can things. Can they tune in on, on Saturday for the thing? Let's get some fans. Yeah, let's do it. I'm, I'm down. Hey fans, do this thing. Let's go. You owe me one. <laughs> exactly. Or you don't. If you do it, I'll owe you one. Someone will owe somebody something. We out.